Hi, everyone. Just before we get going, I want to remind you that everything we talk about and discuss should not be considered as investment advice. The purpose of what we talk about on Catherine Murray Media and Markets on YouTube, as well as Catherine Murray in conversation with on my podcast, should be viewed as informational and entertainment purposes only. Please definitely do your own research, your own homework, and definitely consult an investment professional before making any investment decisions. And also to note, some of us might hold positions in some of the stocks uh, that we discuss. Hi, everybody, and uh, welcome to the top five at five. Um, I am thrilled to be joined by Joe Rabel, and as you know, Rabel Stock Research. So I think the best in technicals. I've worked with Joe for many, many years, covering the biggest institutions in America, right, Joe? That's right. Long time. <laughs> so, long time. So welcome, everybody. And I just thought how great it would be to get a technical take on the market, given the fact that we really started 2022, hard to believe I'm, we're saying those words, but 2022 on, on a real down note, so in terms of the market action. So let's get a technical take. And then also, of course, within 20 minutes, we're going to give you a couple of ideas, five ideas, top five of five. Um, so Joe, give us a sense, though, in terms of what, what you're seeing in the market right now. Yeah. So, I mean, I think you have to put it in the context of the, the market and what happened last year, too, because last year was a great year. It opened up near the lows for the year and then pretty much traded all the way up. In fact, let me go ahead and share my screen okay. and show you what I'm talking about. So if um, we pull this chart up, this is a weekly chart of the NASDAQ. And, uh, you know, it, it did have a correction. So this this index did have, it had an up move and then it came back and corrected. But for the most part, the trend was put pretty much to the upside. It's actually a little bit more blatant when we look at the S&P where we opened here and then pretty much moved up for the whole year without any real corrections along the way. So mm -hmm. when that when we have that kind of a year, that's a trend year to the upside, you don't typically have big drops at the end of the year. You wait until the new year. And, and so that I think is what's playing out here. It has been putting off uh, this move. Now, one of the things I did want to point out was the going into the end of the year, look at what MACD, this is the uh, momentum indicator MACD, and then another MAC, uh, ADX is another momentum indicator. As price is continuing to make higher highs and higher lows, the MACD is dropping off the ADX. These were giving major warning signs that, that, that we were losing strength in this trend. The problem is that we, it was an up year. So it literally waited until the first day of the new year to start kind of drive. Actually, I guess it went to a minor new high first and now has started to sell off. So I think that's why it, it started off so poorly is because it had already shown a lot of weakness going into the end of the year. And so what are you seeing now? Because we've seen, you know, the market selling off. It's off the lows, the, you know, off the lows now. But, but in general, you know, we're seeing one to 2% moves to the downside. So what, what kind of, are you seeing destruction or is this just a normal correction or what? Um, I mean, I think there's some more risk here. Um, I, I would think that we want to head down to 14,000 in the uh, NASDAQ. I, I, that, that would be I, I, it, what it looks like to me based on the backdrop of the way this was set up. 
Now, is it going to get worse than that? I mean, at that point, then you're going to have, we're going to have to evaluate the drop to there. But right now I'm feeling like there's a pretty good chance based on the way this is trading that it's, it's trading kind of loose. It looks like it wants to go down to the next key support area, which I think is right around 14K for the NASDAQ. And for the S&P, I would put that level uh, probably around 4,200, 4,300, something like that. Okay. So, um, you know, when we're thinking about ideas now and today, um, when you look at the momentum in the market to the downside, you're, you're basically also saying, though, that there's no um, screaming buys, it seems, correct? Well, I mean, if you, if you buy a stock that looks like the market or has been causing the market to go up, the Apples of the world, Microsofts, the Googles and stuff like that, then you're, you're living with a lot of risk right now. So what I try and do is look for independent movers. I'm just trying to find stocks that are going and doing their own thing. What I will say is that right now, uh, there are some stocks in the defensive area that, uh, you know, that are consumer defensive stocks that are acting pretty good, but they, they spent some time. So let's just start with the first one, which is Kellogg's. Now, this is quiet creeper stock. It hasn't done really anything in quite some time, but... We can see that it's gone sideways, but notice what happened last year. So if I look at, this was the end of last year. I boxed this up. Mm -hmm. That whole year was inside 2020. So this whole year spent, was inside this year. That's an inside, so I call that an inside year. A lot of people look at inside days or inside weeks. I look at inside years. So the fact that this spent the whole year inside like this, if we can make a move above this high for 2021, I would view that as, as a bullish uh, setup. I think that's something that we want to keep an eye on because of how quiet it has been. And, and for those of us with aging eyes, what level is that? Uh, well, last year's peak was uh, around 68 and a half, 69. Okay, so 68, 69. Um, so you want to see a break above that, and, and then that would be one that could be interesting to, to buy. I think so. I do. I do. I mean, you could pre-guess this and maybe, you know, buy a little bit to start here based on how it's acting and the fact that, you know, market's been getting hit and this stock is actually going the opposite direction. But I, I would tell you that the, the probabilities of this moving higher get uh, a lot better here uh, pretty soon. I, the only thing I would tell you is that if it breaks out from an overbought, like if it just goes straight up and it's kind of overbought, then you could probably look to buy a pullback at that point. So, you know, you can look at it either way. You could buy a partial position now and then buy the rest when it breaks out. Or, you know, you can let it play out and then maybe buy the first pullback. I'm not necessarily thinking it's just going to skyrocket. I think this is one that's going to evolve into a stronger stock this year. And what's going on with the ADX? Yeah, the ADX has been low. So ADX is, a, is an indicator of trend strength. And the fact that it has been below this 25 level for pretty much the entire year last year, is, it's a sign that is sort of building up energy for a move. Mm -hmm. And the longer it goes sideways and the longer we have low ADX, the bigger the ultimate move uh, once it gets going. So I'm attracted to a stock that's been doing kind of been uh, being very quiet, just walking along, doing nothing, being ignored. And now all of a sudden is showing, look at this blue line, this ADX line starting to rise. 
Um, so I, I find that kind of appealing, frankly, even though it and, hasn't officially broken out yet. And, and Joe, just for, for new viewers and, and people who are trying to learn and understand the technicals, um, what is it that makes, what, what comprises the ADX? In other words, what makes the ADX turn up like it is now from looking at the blue line and, and start to show some strength, as you say? What, what is that reflecting? So um, the simplest way to look at this uh, is the green line represents the strength of the buyers and the red line represents, represents the strength of the sellers. Okay. And when those lines separate, you see how the distance between them is getting pretty far. This, that's, what, that's what causes the blue line to go up. Now, it. it's non-directional. This blue line doesn't care. So if you notice when red was going up and green was going down, the blue line went up again. So it doesn't really care whether it's a strong bull trend or a strong bear trend. This line's going to go up if it's a strong trend either way. What we're looking for is an uptrend. You know, we're looking for stocks that, that are showing green where the buyers are improving. But in this case, it's actually not even that. It's because the sellers have evaporated. No one's yeah. selling the stock right now. And if green can make a move like this and kind of break out above this area, that would probably confir confirm the breakout in price that's taking place. Um, mm -hmm. that's, that's likely to take place uh, taking out the high for the year. Got it. So do you, do you always, and we've got other stocks to get to, and I love that this is already taking time out of our 20, um, but do you always look for that ADX to improve? And like, is that, is that one of your key indicators or is it going to be MACD? Both. I, I use ADX to kind of, uh, if I have a list of a couple hundred, ADX is going to kind of tell me which 10 or 20 I'm really probably should be interested. I use that in conjunction with price. Okay. And then I, I use the MACD to help me with the timing in most cases. Now, if I'm a trader, if I'm going to trade and just get in and out, then MACD plays a bigger role for even finding names. But um, ADX is the one that can help me. If I'm looking at a big list and I want to take it down to a small list, ADX okay. is, is the indicator for me. Okay. Um, let, let's take a look at another stock. So that was Kellogg. Um, and again, 68 and a half, 69 is where you get really interested to step in. It's at 66 and change or so, 67 now. Right, um, right. Certainly far out beating the market today. Um, <clears throat> so what's another one on, on your list, if, if we may? Um, another kind of snoozer stock, but look, uh, that's kind of what I'm seeing here. So we've got uh, Atria Group, MO, breaking its long-term downtrend line. So I consider that a one when I look at a change in trend. So that would be the one. It's breaking the trend line. And so it takes three steps to change the trend. Two is coming back here and testing the low from before. So one is breaking the trend line. Two is coming back and testing, which is what we're doing. And then if we can come out, hold on a sec. Mm -hmm. We put a horizontal line in here. If we come up through here, then that would be the three in a change in trend. And the likelihood is, is that this has shifted its trend from being a downtrend to being an uptrend. Now, if you notice, I'm not buying, I'm not buying it at the bottom. I don't try and pick bottoms. And I don't really like to pick tops either. I want to make the meat in the middle. If it's a downtrend or an uptrend, I want to, I want to get more confirmation that the trend is shifting and play that move. 
I don't really want to call the top and I don't really want to call the bottom. I'm looking for significant shifts in trend. And so if this can come up through 52, I actually think what's going on here is pretty bullish. If we look at MACD, look at the MACD. So this is the zero line in MACD, this red line that I just drew. Yeah. And every time it got up there, it failed, failed, failed. Yeah, it got through it a little bit, but failed. And now look at what happened this most recent time. Really blew through it. And now on the way down, it actually looks like it's cupping around and finding support in the area of that line. So to me, this is a pretty significant shift in momentum based on the MACD. Um, yeah. The ADX, there's a lot of volatility in this trend. And when there's volatility, ADX lags. So we're not seeing the kind of strength yet in this. Uh, but if we look at the volume, so I just want to take a quick peek. The volume pattern, notice this is the average volume. Now we've had a few spikes in red, but notice how these groupings of green have started to show up. The signs of accumulation have started to pick up more recently over the course of the last um, you know, six to nine months. So I just find that kind of interesting when you start to zero in on it. Um, and even if we looked at the daily volume, you can see a lot of improvement here recently. So um, I'm interested in this. Again, it's a little early. Uh, again, it's more of a plotter at, rather than one that's going to skyrocket to the upside. But I like the overall shift in what's taking place. And, and what's the level that we kind of want to watch or see in terms of when to step in? I mean, I, my advice is to, to kind of, in this kind of a pattern, I would be willing to more like leg in, you know, maybe start with a position, you know, a smaller position, maybe do like a third of what you want to do. And then if it lives through this consolidation, so it's hitting kind of running up into this short-term resistance, if it doesn't sell off much from here, or we have earnings coming in about a week, week and a half, if it doesn't sell off too bad on earnings, then maybe you buy another third or something like that. And then coming through this high up here would be kind of like my confirming evidence up through 52 and a half, 53. Okay, 52, 53 confirming. Okay, interesting. Um, I actually, I like a lot of these names, Joe, in the sense that, you know, they're kind of steady eddies and have been for years and you kind of, you know, want to look and, and find the opportunities to, to step in. Yeah, I think so. And I mean, look, uh, so this is the monthly chart. Look at this. Look at how long this has been going down. This has been years yeah. of declining. And now, so this is the 18-month line, that line here. And that was declining, declining. Now, all of a sudden, it found support at that line. So, I mean, that's a pretty big shift. Now, I, I don't know if we're going to go through another one of these periods, but I like the idea of buying something that's in the, in the midst of a turnaround or looks pretty good, and it's paying a 7% dividend in the meantime. That's what I love. Seriously. Low yeah. interest rate environment. Yeah. And again, that's um, Altria tickers MO. Um, yeah. Let's take a look at another one, Joe. Let's go to BDX, Beckton Dickinson. So okay. this one <laughs> is funny. I've already outlined last year. You see the high and the low from last year? Yeah. Well, look at 2020's high. Mm, big difference. 2020's low. And what do we have? What did you learn? We just talked about this on K. Uh, oh, inside. It's an inside year. Oh, so God. Thank God had, I was paying attention. Yeah, good job. I, I always am, but. <laughs> this is really interesting because it was very quiet. I mean, look at the difference in the high and the low in this year and this year. I mean, this is very, very quiet. Normally quiet is bullish. 
Someone has been sneaking into this, I think. Whereas wide swings and big fluctuations is usually distribution, tight patterns like this is usually accumulation. One thing I want to point out, though, is looking at the monthly chart on this. This is really kind of funny because if you look at this MACD, look at where it was back in 2018 when the stock was up here. It was very overbought. That's how far it was from the zero line. It has spent all this time working its way back down to neutral, which is the zero line here. So I'm looking at a stock that had a big run to the upside and has now spent the last three or four years working off an overbought condition that looks like it's worked off to me and it was an inside year. So just a lot of little things kind of developing here that I think are pretty attractive. The other thing I like is this low ADX pattern. All three lines below 25 for an extended period. When that happens, it's storing energy for a move. And uh, so, and it's done the same thing on the weekly chart. So look at how long it's been below 25, this blue line for an mm -hmm. extended period. And again, very, very quiet swing. So I don't know. I mean, you know, the, you, you never know with these stocks. Maybe this doesn't break out. Maybe it doesn't take out the high from last year, which was um, 267, 268, something like that. What do you, so what do you mean by that? Does I mean, it take maybe, in other words, it's possible that it just doesn't break out. But okay. if I were a betting guy, if someone put a gun to my head and said, hey, you have to buy it or sell it, I would buy it right now. Okay. Um, and if someone said, do you think it's going to take out the high from last year? I would say, yes. I think, it, I mean, it, it, in other words, if I have to give a yes or no, then I'm going to say yes. Yeah. So, you, so it's currently trading at 261 and change. And, and you think it probably can take out last year's high, 267. Yeah. Now, We'll just look at one other chart here. Look at okay. what the relative strength line is doing in this. So under so the black line is showing you when it's declining, it's underperforming the S&P. And when it's rising, it's outperforming the S&P. Well, we've had these little moves, but it's never gotten above this moving average, really, not in any significant way for the last few years. Wow. So the fact that this is starting to turn yeah. ahead of the breakout is enticing to me. It's, it's, it's a sign of improvement. So okay. um, little things like that are just intriguing me about this. And let's take a look at another stock. We've only got three minutes left, if you can believe it. Five. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's probably good. So maybe you just get four out of me. Or well, I, can do I don't too know. Quick. All right. Too, too, too well, dear, strong move to the upside. And then this has been a pause. So big move to the upside and no real signs of sellers based on the ADX. And look at how the MACD was overbought and worked back down to zero. I mean, that's pretty attractive. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm pretty intrigued by this. I think this is pretty, uh, pretty attractive stock. Hmm. Okay. Can you buy it now? I think you could. I mean, the stock is actually having, I think it's actually, yeah, it's, it's up uh, 70 basis points today with the market down wow. a and a half. So it's been kind of resilient here. It's been doing nothing going sideways for uh, about six to nine months. And it looks like they're starting to buy it again. Okay. Um, let's take one last look at another stock. One last stock. Okay, let's take a quick look at MetLife. So MetLife did break out of this big area mm -hmm. last year. And now it's using that, that prior resistance as support on a pullback. You see that? Yeah. So what was resistance is now becoming support. And now it's taking out the most recent highs again, while the market is having a really tough time. 
So I'm uh, I'm kind of intrigued by that. Uh, frankly, I think this is a pretty pretty attractive pattern. A ADX pattern is bullish because this drop is actually based on the selling strength, which was not strong. And MACD was overbought and has worked it all the way back. Okay. All right. We got a lot of good ideas there. And it's so interesting too, to your point that, you know, met like deer, like they're, there's far, well, they're all far outperforming the, uh, the market uh, today. So Joe, that was awesome. So five um, conviction ideas in 20 minutes. I think that's so helpful for people and also with an understanding and tell everybody uh, about, you know, your product that you offer. Right. Uh, so I, have a uh, subscription uh, product now on at uh, www.rablestockresearch.com. Um, it's normally a hundred dollars a month, but I actually have a coupon code called Catherine. If you type Catherine in the coupon code, uh, you can get the first two months for fifty dollars to get a test and see uh, if it if it's uh, if it works for you or not. Awesome. I send out about two to three reports a week trying to generate a lot. Now it's a US-based product, but I go through thousands of charts trying to identify stocks that look attractive. And, uh, you know, if the market starts to really kind of act a little, you know, like it's been, I, you know, I do cover the market. I look at the sectors. I try and point out when it's a more uh, beneficial time to be aggressive and when maybe to pull, pull back a little bit. So it's all part of the service. Okay. That sounds great. Awesome. And I love the research, of course. Joe, thank you so much. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Enjoyed, enjoyed being on again. Thank you. We'll see you soon.